It's nice to have you tune in to your favorite radio talk show, Nasco Moments Radio Show this morning. The program is powered by your quality foods and household products provider, Nasco Group Nigeria. Now, how many times have you washed your hands today? Every year, hundreds of thousands of graduates are churned out of Nigerian universities after acquiring basic knowledge in their respective fields of study. The general expectation is that they would use the knowledge acquired to be gainfully employed in the labor market and other specialized institutions with a view to contributing to the advancement of society. This is, however, not the case, as most of these graduates soon find out that they do not fit into the available jobs because they lack the required skills to be engaged. While some school of thought blame the situation on disparities between the skills acquired by students in universities and the actual skills needed in the labor market, others have put the fault on the inability of the Nigerian higher institutions to incorporate in their curricula the necessary skills that are in high demand by the labor market. On your favorite NASCO Moment show this morning, we have engineer Mrs. Lami Sele Dakwak. She is currently the Director, Technical Vocational Skills Training Department at the Industrial Training Fund ITF Headquarters. Engineer Mrs. Lami Sele Dakwak is a member of several professional bodies, including Institute of Safety Professionals of Nigeria, American Society of Safety Engineers, National Association of Training and Development, and National Association of Educational Planners. She's here to share her perspectives as we discuss bridging the knowledge and skills gap among Nigerian graduates, what schools and government must do differently. Stay tuned to your radio. We'll be back shortly. I'm Hudun Gyan. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Engineer Mrs. Lami Seledakwak, welcome to the NASCO Moment Show. Thank you, Hudengia. Okay. So, how wide is the knowledge and skills gap among Nigerian graduates? Um, frankly speaking, the gap is wide because this crisis is not only in Nigeria, it's world over. And... Um, the recent study that was conducted by the Industrial Training Fund, let me use that, their survey, in collaboration with UNIDO in 2016, which was unveiled in 2018 to the UNIDO public, being... United Nations Development Organizations, uh, they went into looking at the skills gap that exists in the country, in Nigeria. And it's revealing that study revealed that in the construction sector alone, the skills gap is about 17%. While people that are fully engaged is just about 12%, meaning that 23% are actively disengaged and 65 
are not really engaged per se, meaning they are engaged but they are underutilized. So the gap is wide, especially looking at the 21st century. The workplace skill is changing rapidly and the manpower to address these needs is also changing. It therefore means that we must produce individuals that will be equipped with sellable and employable skills that are relevant, requisite, as well as self-reliant that we'll be able to use to close this wide gap. Okay. So what in your view is responsible for this problem? Basically the problem is, let me take on the aspect of the youth. What has been identified is one, they are easily they easily give up. Number two, they look for ready-made solutions now, 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 and their listening ability, the span, seems to be becoming low. Why? Because technology has provided almost everything at the tip of the hand. So the ability to sit, to think critically, that span, they are lacking. And sometimes the passion is absent. So on the aspect of the student, mm. on the aspect of the institution, one, infrastructure, two, the manpower itself, equipment, even the methodology are some of the problems that the institutions are facing and the critical aspect is the content which is the curriculum is some of those problems that we are facing that is creating these gaps okay um, what are some of the things employers of labor look out for when recruiting graduates of tertiary institutions in their organizations employers of labor actually look at competence requisite skills that one has the competency level that's the ability to apply what you have learned it's not just having the knowledge or the information but the ability to apply productively as well as ability to assimilate that knowledge into application they also look at the means to communicate communication you know, there are times that you have information, you have the knowledge, you have the ability, but you can't communicate it. Meaning, you can't give somebody else that information. And the ability to creatively solve problems. Those are things that employers look for. Efficiency, competency, and ability to apply as well as communicate it mm. so that whatever you are doing you are productive meaning you are providing solutions to problems do you think the curricula of, of the nation's universities and other high institutions are relevant to meeting these expectations i will say yes and no uh, let me take on the yes yes content wise in terms of knowledge information the curriculum is adequate but in terms of application 
problem solving, critical thinking, exposing the student to critical thinking as a result of the information he has been given is lacking. That's why we have the mismatch where you have a student who is in engineering, graduating and is unable to apply, meaning there is a miss in the content. So I would say yes and no. Listener, it's been an interesting uh, discovery on the NASCO Women Show so far, and there's much more to come. Please don't go away. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This your shabby city shine. <laughs> and now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soak? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Hey, welcome back. This is the NASCO Moment Show on radio. Our guest today is engineer Mrs. Lami Seledakwak. We're looking at the subject, bridging the knowledge and skills gap among Nigerian graduates. What schools and government must do differently. Now, the facilities in the country's institutions, do they guarantee the acquisition of the required skills for employment by graduates? I wish to state that some of the equipment in our institutions, particularly in the engineering aspect, to an extent they are lacking. Because you go to a mechanical engineering department, basically what you see is just a few tools, one or two machines, and this machine might have been uh, procured far, far back, in years back, in the 60s, 70s. In the current situation, these machines will not be relevant. And so these machines are lacking. A lot of our institutions lack this uh, infrastructure, particularly facilities like uh, machines to operate with. Uh, the industry is set up in such that whatever you put in, it gives out the product. The institution, indirectly, because of the lack of this equipment, give out where we say this, that miss, mm. that gap. And so a lot of our institutions are not having the requisite and adequate uh, facilities that will provide this competence in the students. So would you say the schools and government actually understand the enormity of the problem? Yes, the schools understand it, government understand it, but I would say the willpower, the political willpower to actually go head on into procuring some of this equipment. Uh, I need to let you know that technical, you know, skills acquisition is not cheap, it's very, very capital intensive. And so government sometimes look at the cost, the initial cost of this equipment, which is so huge, and so became, become a bit scary. So many of them, many of institutions, government, will go for very low quality, and at the end of the day, they break down. Some cannot even be used, you know, and it's the political power, willpower, to actually go into it. But the government is aware of this, 
and the institutions as well. So what practical ways uh, now can schools and government act differently to bridge the knowledge and skills gap among Nigerian graduates? Well, the best schools should do is to focus content, curriculum on problem-solving skills that can be applied to new situations and challenges. Uh, we're faced with COVID-19. Schools must have, I don't know whether we're prepared our graduates were prepared for some of these challenges that would come. Inclusion of intercultural experience is an area that schools need to look at. Yes, we have technology. Technology can be our way of doing things traditionally can be incorporated and technology can be developed so that it takes uh, cognizance of that. Fostering creative thinking, you know, because the use of technology today is not the same as two, three, five years ago. We're talking of artificial intelligence. This is creative thinking. And so technology that will be used today will be different from tomorrow. Mm. We need to be abreast with that. Now beyond the classroom, how can graduates acquire the much needed skills to facilitate employment? There are basically about three, four ways of acquiring skills. Having the, uh, the knowledge, which is the information itself, and then having the experience as well as the ability, that is the practical application of the skills and doing the job. In the knowledge aspect, that is taken care of by the institution. While the application usually has twofold. You go to the industry as an intern, for internship, which is what the industrial training fund is using as the industrial students work experience scheme, which everybody knows are the industrial attachment, is an aspect of acquiring such skills. And you, you, you can also acquire these skills in form of apprenticeship. That's you go completely to study under a master who already have the expertise and you study him for a period. Then you also have what we call the on-the-job, where you are employed and you also learn on-the-job. The other part that comes in, which is um, mostly we don't look much on, is the aspect of the passion, interest. In each of these, the interest of the person must be there to learn. And if those stages are adopted, we'll have an efficient and competent person. So that means you really have to screen um, someone who you want to employ to see if the person is passionate about this job before you consider, among other things, hiring the person. Yes. All right. Thank you for staying tuned to the Natsuko Moments radio show. We'll be back right after this. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. This your shabby city shine And now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> 
Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Glad to be back. It's the NASCO Moment Show on radio. Our guest on the show today is engineer Mrs. Lami Seledakwa, Director, Technical Vocational Skills Training Department at the Industrial Training Fund, ITF Headquarters. She's also a member of the American Society of Safety Engineers, as well as National Association of Training and Development. She has been sharing her thoughts and perspectives on the topic, bridging the knowledge and skills gap among Nigerian graduates, what schools and government must do differently. Now, um, let's talk about the National Universities Commission and National Board for Technical Education, NBT. What is the role of these regulatory bodies in addressing this problem? Well, the role of the NUC, NBT, and also NCCE uh, basically regulate standards, regulate um, aspects of establishment in terms of facilities, what needs to be on ground, um, content, which is the quality aspect of the, the training, and um, student uh, ratio, also the capacity of the institutions. These are areas that these regulatory agencies looked out or are responsible for the carrying capacity of the institution so that if you have a facility that should take maybe just a hundred people you don't take 200 meaning that you will uh, put pressure on the facilities and it means you will shorten the time it will take to train uh, a student now, the ITF has been in the spotlight for organizing several skill acquisition programs across the, across the country. How effective have these trainings been in filling the knowledge and skills gap in the country? Um, the ITF, you are aware, has a mandate as, uh, to provide, promote and encourage skills acquisition and produce uh, an indigenous skill manpower to meet the needs of the both public and private sector of the economy. Uh, what the ITF is doing is incorporating three things. It uses the hearts on, the hands on, and the minds on. Meaning, the hands, the application, the mind, the thinking, while the heart, the passion. And in adopting this approach, the ITF runs modular what we refer to as modules of employable skills. That is, every skill that is provided, any skill set that is provided is employable. And that approach had made it in such a way that whoever is trained, you give him not a compound of skills, but a specific skill that he is useful, he can use it. That is the approach that is adopted by the ITF. And this approach has yielded results, particularly with their intervention programs. In bridging, they are trying to address the youth unemployment, the huge gap in unemployment. It has enabled people, particularly those who have been trained, to be self-sufficient, not depending on government employment, but going into self-entrepreneurship uh, and developing their own uh, businesses. Okay. What, in your view, should be the role of the private sector in addressing this problem? 
The private sector should play a role of both a monitor, uh, a sector that provides information on what is the need, meaning labor market information. They need to provide that. That's a role of the private sector. The private sector also needs to synergize with both government, the institution, and itself. Meaning, there should be a kind of education transition from school to work. Meaning, it, the curriculum is provided in collaboration with the private sector, which is demand-driven. And when the student learns, completes the education, he transits straight into the world, work, work of, uh, world of work, that's into the industry. So the private sector can be involved in curriculum development, providing the labor market information, what they really need, so that whatever is being provided by the institutions is geared towards what the industry requires. So it's a three, you know, a, a, a synergy between the three, the institution, government, and the industry. So what advice would you give to young people who are graduates and they don't have the necessary skills to be employed? For graduates out there who really want skills, they need to ask themselves, what do I love to do? What is it that I want to change? What problem do I want to solve? If they get into that critical thinking, it means they will have the desire and the interest to want to get the skill. Without that, it's like going to something that you have been forced to. Secondly, they need to have the ability not to give up. A lot of our youths, the moment they have obstacles, challenges, they just give up. They also need to put time not solely dependent on, you know, ready-made answers. Things that come from the internet, just, okay, just what did somebody say? What do you think about this problem yourself? How do you think you can solve it? Such skills, if you want to have them, you can get them. And there are avenues that government have provided through collaborations by as uh, business associations, uh, the ITF is one, the Ni uh, Nigerian Employers Consultative Association, NECA, is one, MAN, NASIMA. There are a number of programs that these bodies are churning up in terms of skills uh, acquisition. The students or graduates that are desiring such skills can access the websites particularly for the ITF, they can access the website and look out for adverts that will be in newspapers for reskilling, upskilling, and make themselves available for such opportunities that would come. Okay. Do you have any other parting words? Well, um, skills for the future is the only currency that we'll have. Skills. If you have a skill, you, have, you will have the currency. So I want to advise every graduate that is out there, you don't have a job, think of reskilling. 
what you have now, if it's not giving you a job, ask yourself, can I do something else and be useful? That is just the word I have. Okay. And opportunities are out there. Mm. Thank you very much, Engineer Mrs. Lami Dakwak. Together we have explored the topic of bridging the knowledge and skills gap among Nigerian graduates. What schools and government must do differently? Hopefully the perspectives she has shared here will benefit our listener. We certainly appreciate your time here today. Thank you. We have to end the episode of the NASCO Movement radio show here. Follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group or on Twitter using the handle at NASCO Group. We encourage and welcome you to freely send feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. NASCO Moments trivia is here again. This week the question is, what term describes the process of understanding, developing and deploying people and their skills? Send the correct answer by text to 0805-774-7777 and include your name and location. Last week's trivia question was, who is the founder of Mentally Aware Nigeria Initiative, Mani, and what is the purpose of its creation? The answer is Grand Challenges Canada. The purpose is to fight stigma and create an environment that makes it possible for people to seek care for their mental health without fear of discrimination. Our winners are Balka Joseph from Rukuba and Hamza from Faringada. Congratulations. We'll tell you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, NASCO marketing department, producer Harun Audu, research and content development, George Palm, Malau Sylvanus and Harun Audu. Production coordinator Solomon Audu, Malau Savanus, and Deborah Kaladima. I am Hudungang. Endeavor to take your personal hygiene seriously. Bye bye.